And what is going on, everybody? There's going to be another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 162, with uh, Mr. Danny, the Road to Wisdom, as he is called now, uh, aka formerly known as Comic Chat, formerly known as, you know, the biggest, tallest, sexiest black man on this earth, actually. You know, Negative. smartest man. <laughs> I'm still um, Comic Chat. I just kind of rebranded my, uh, my channel because I am uh, going more in a spiritual direction. I still uh, do things as far as comic books and, and critiquing movies and talking that stuff. But I mean, yeah. I focus on the spiritual side of uh of, uh, of life now, so that's why I did. It was a little confusing because I was still using my comment chat stuff, intros and stuff. People yeah. like, uh, that ain't working, so I kind of scrapped that, but I'm still kind of do playing dual roles. Yeah, um, I know how you feel, man. I uh went through a few name changes myself because I, you know, after a while of having the same branding for a bit, even if you want to change it like morally, it just gets kind of boring, you know. You want to kind of, I think naturally humans want to kind of switch it up every once in a while. One you know? thing was a pain, man. When I switched <laughs> it, it was like Twitter kicked me off. And I was like, for like a month, I was like, look, I, I just changed my name. Why am I going to go yeah. through this? So, so I finally was able to get it back on. So now I'm running two channels. One's like Comic Chat 2, and one is, you know, whenever I'm trying to send out uh, information for us, shows and stuff, I got to make sure I click on both. So it's a little bit more tedious, but. Yeah, so I had lost, as I told uh, Basco, I lost my main YouTube channel because YouTube hates speech or whatever. And I lost my main Twitter account. So I, I had my backup YouTube account that was based around League of Legends stuff. Yeah. I, I would only post League of Legends content there. So I just rebranded that into my main channel, which is where I post my videos now. And we just do the podcast once a week there, the, the League of Legends one. And then now with the new main podcast, like this one, where it covers like, you know, one-on-ones and stuff I do with, you know, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And stuff I do with panels. It's all under just one umbrella. And the amount of episodes I lost in all the shows that I ever did total to like 500 and some odd episodes. So, you know, the goal of this show is to eventually hit like over 500 episodes because that would cover like all the shows that I lost. You, you know? said League of Legends? Yeah, it was a video game, a uh, mobile game. They're having the world championship going right now. So I do, we, we do a podcast covering the competitive side of it. You this know? thing said you got 2 million subscribers. Oh, no, 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 no. My uh, second chat. I'll, I'll link it to you right here, actually. Oh, um, whoa. Right. Uh, see, if I, if I had 2 million subs, I'd quit my day job. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I would just, my, my day job be done. I'd be good on that. No point in having a day job if you have two million subs. That means you'd be getting paid like 20k a month off just AdSense. Here, I will drop you the link right now. I I also uh changed the channel name and everything. I'll I'll do I'll drop it off in a private chat right here. Mm. So yeah, we ended up uh rebranding and everything. And under that channel, all I'm gonna do is just the podcast is just gonna be the League of Legends podcast, which is the Cloud Nine podcast. And then just doing the pre-recorded videos, talking about movies, TV, anime, streaming, video games, comic books, manga, all that stuff. You know, Pretty under cool. one umbrella. You know, nothing crazy. I've got. I I've been trying to get more consistent with putting out videos again because I used to be able to put out like three, four videos a day. But you know, now I'm doing like the podcast <laughs> every Pretty day. Cool. Yeah, so it's been hard to balance out now doing the pre-recorded content when I have the podcast coming up. You know. And just trying to basically, you know, build up again. Uh, my goal, I don't really have a goal this year for the for this show, but my, my ultimate goal is just getting 
to that 500 mark. Cause you know, having a hundred episodes in a podcast, man, it's just basically a drop in the bucket. Like people, you know, that's kind of like, Oh, you hit a hundred episodes. That's cool. People like, you know, people just kind of go like, meh. So kind of want to, you know, get into that 500 range. Cause dude, I've been doing this for a long time. Of just yeah. the podcasting thing. I've had many show restarts and we lost a bunch of shows, with all those episodes. Like, you know what? I should have a show that's big at this point. There's no excuses now. And I want to make sure I really, you know, put in the effort of getting the show as big as possible. So I put my episodes now on uh, Spotify and the other podcasting platforms. So I'll, that's what I tell for anyone. Why, why don't people put, put their shows on like podcasting platforms? I don't want to pay that money. <laughs> free one. What the heck? I know a free one. We can just distribute it for free. And it was just, and if you have, like Amazon Music or Spotify or um, Applecast, they just do it for free. Oh, I know that. I might do that. I might just clip some of my good parts. I think of some of my uh, YouTube videos and just. I thought about they, like, If you I'm ever like, lose your YouTube right. channel, you lose everything. And at least this way, you at least have some backup. You at least have all your, at least your podcast. You spend like hours and hours of time on. That's why I yeah. recommend to anyone. I recommend that the bass goes well. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, uh, I think Common Nerd, people who follow him, Jet Jesse, lost his whole channel just yesterday because wow. there was an outro of a, a dude sucking a banana and they thought that was sexual. So they just deleted his whole account. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I told people, hey, if you have a chance to back up your content, do it like ASAP. You never know what's gonna happen with YouTube. YouTube is wild, wild west out here. Now, YouTube offers some great stuff. I, I love, I do love YouTube and what I've been able to do on the platform. But some of the rules, man, have just been absolutely insane. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's crazy. I just try to make sure um, I try to stay clean as possible. Sometimes I get a little crazy, but you know, all this kind of sickly suggestive things, I kind of stay away from and mm-hmm. just kind of roll with it. And, and, I, and I backed off a lot too because when I first got here, man, I was streaming like every night, four or five hours. I just don't have the energy or the time for that anymore. So I kind of pick my mm-hmm. my shows. And, I, and that 60 minute mark is a sweet, sweet spot. I used to didn't think so, but 60 minutes is the perfect sweet spot. And yeah. then what I do now is uh I do a show on uh well Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. I drop a 20, 25 minute video, and then right. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do shorts. And shorts have really been been hitting pretty good. I could never do shorts, man. I was never that kind of guy. I, I I did try it. I tried, but I can't. That one person who shorts up to me are awesome mm-hmm. is Fatal J. I don't the, know what yeah. he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, like, man, how do you get this? But his he's he has the music, he has the the right lighting, mm-hmm. and then when he whatever words he say, it says it on the screen. Like, what yeah. software is that? So it, it's very entertaining. So I, I really mm-hmm. like his. I like Lord Callis. He does the Star Trek. He has that. Vo- I mean, the Star Wars. He has that voice. Mm-hmm. And now I've been doing following. I don't know what um, channel it is, but they do like the one minute clips of like um, Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's like stuff I've never heard of before. Like oh, those yeah, those shorts where it says like three things you didn't know ever about Dragon Ball. And no, then they would- no, this is like stories like Goku and Vegeta going to different planets and learning different fighting styles. Oh, you're talking about those yeah. what if um. Those are the 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 what if channels where they do like the alternate storylines for Dragon Ball. I think I you saw those. I don't yeah. think it's what if. I don't know what it is. It's like uh they're going way past the manga. I don't know whether it's something that they're they're creating themselves or whatever, mm-hmm. but um the art looks fantastic and it shows like they're going right. to different um universes and they're going up against these mm-hmm. these guys. One of them is like was over fire, one was over ice, and I'm not sure what it was, but I, I immediately subscribed to it and the story is compelling, man. It's a minute. 
now that's one thing I wish YouTube would do. It would increase maybe up to three minutes for your shorts. But you gotta yes. really, you gotta be really concise, precise, mm -hmm. and make sure what you're thinking. I know when I do on my um shorts, sometimes it take me about ten or twelve takes because I'll be like, oh, mm -hmm. or I, <laughs> I say yeah. a word wrong, or I lose my train of thought. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it takes several takes, but when you get it, it's good. And I like the fact you can add music to it, and you can manipulate mm -hmm. it to clips and stuff. So shorts are, are, are to me, I, at first I was like, ah, they got only two uh, settings, 15 seconds and 60 seconds. I don't know what you can say in 15 seconds that's going to grab somebody's attention. No, I, I, I don't can't. even know why they do that, but yeah, there's only two settings they have right now. Mm -hmm. But with the minute, I'm getting pretty good because I have my notes what I want. Right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> shoot through it. And it gets a lot. One of my uh, shorts got like over 1,300 uh, views. And I've never had that with a video. <laughs> That's crazy. Because back in the day when I first had my main channel, I had videos that hit like 10K, 12, like 12K. Now that's been changed. So like if you hit 1k now, that's the equivalent of hitting of hitting 10,000 views like back then, you know? So you'll see some of people's like highest viewed videos ever are videos like that, you know? Like mm -hmm. your highest viewed videos will either be short or your highest viewed video could be in like the range is like 800 views. Like YouTube system has been massively changed since back when even I was first starting, you know, and, and then, you know, due to like YouTube's like BS rules, man, I just was like, I'm not giving my main podcast back to this anymore. I'm worrying about copyright claims and all this other nonsense. Now, I'll just build up having the show on, on Twitch and Twitter and just Rumble, actually, you know. So if I if I release pre-recorded videos, I'll just put them up on Rumble, too. That way it's a, it's a backup. So everything is backed up now. So just in case I lose one, that's fine. I, I'm not losing all my videos again that I worked on tirelessly, you know, editing and doing all that stuff but i'll ask you since you're, this is your first time back in a while actually so let's start with your origin story so how did you get into this stuff actually so let's start with like comic books so everyone knows you as a comic chat <laughs> yeah um I, i've read comic books my whole um childhood mm -hmm. uh, if you can see if i could pan my camera here i got comic books all over over here in the floor that i, that I read um I, mm -hmm. um but how i got started on this platform is i was watching robert storms one night and he was talking about Black Panther. And I was like, hmm, what does hmm. a white guy know about Black Panther? <laughs> and what he was saying was like making sense. And he was like very passionate about it. And I was like, man, I want to do that. I want to go there and, and, and talk with him and be able to converse back because nobody in my house gets it. It's my wife and daughters. They don't care anything about this. So I'm kind of <laughs> like the only geek in the house. Mm -hmm. And um, man, I just went on there and in the, in the chat, I would... Man, I'm gonna be on your show. I'm gonna be on your show. I'm gonna be on your yeah. show. I'm be show. Um, and uh finally he he um reached out to me. God must have pressed him a long time. He said, Okay, I'm gonna give you a shot. And so uh, I started with uh just a, my regular iPhone and just a, a ring light. And man, it, <laughs> you go back to my channel, look at it, man. It is ghetto as can be. Yeah. I know how you feel, man. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> I start progressing, start progressing. Yeah. And then I had this cheap um, Wi-Fi, and man, sometimes my picture would be all grainy, and sound would be all crazy. And man, Rob, man, he was tough. He was like, mm -mm, I ain't even, I ain't even gonna show this, man. I'm going to delete this because your equipment is terrible, Danny. I was like, bro, I'm, I'm just trying to show it off. And man, I would go to like Walmart and buy the 
like the posters, and I would mm -hmm. put them on uh, like a piece of cardboard, mm -hmm. and then I would uh, um, like buy like a, 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 a like a uh, what you call it, an easel, like you mm -hmm. have when you put paintings. That I have it set up on easels behind me. Mm -hmm. If I could share it with you, how if you don't give me a minute, yeah, I want to, I want to see you how how ghetto this thing was. When this I, was way back, guys. This way is way back. When I good lord, I remember like recording videos off my phone, so I didn't have a stand for my phone. I would just put it, I would just rest it on like the back of like freaking boxes. It was so disgusting. <laughs> God, the potato quality videos, man. I'm I'm never going back to that. Never. Uh-uh, no. hell no. <laughs> I no. thought back in the day when you when people first started that you could just get a phone or a computer, record, hit record, say whatever, uh -huh. say yes, and just throw it up and get and some stuff. I thought, and... thought it would be fantastic. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, this is this is this is good stuff here. And when you look at now, you're like, man, how did I survive? <laughs> you're like, how did people even sub to that garbage? Like they, they, I mean, that tells you people have no standards that they were subbing to that shit. People standards were in the toilet, actually. Holy crap! Oh my god, I had Robert on finally. My sub, I'm trying to get Robert on for a long time for a one on one. And no, talking to Robert is, is it's fine. Robert knows a lot. He, oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's a character. Let's say that for people who don't know Robert. He is very <laughs> well, Robert. Um, so I know Robert off the camera, and he's totally mm -hmm. different. It's like showtime when he mm -hmm. off the camera, he's not. Oh yeah, this is one of my. Oh yeah, this one is. Uh, uh, how can I share this bad boy with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, cause man, having Robert on and I, he he still told me that he uh that the parasite story still comes up. I'm like, what? That's how you know. Whenever you do something bad on the internet or put them with something that is perceived bad, people just. Don't let it go. They just constantly bring it up. It's like, people, this was like four or five years ago. Like, you, there's no way you're still mad at the stuff. That's why I said, man, like, people are just choosing to be angry about this stuff. It's a constant choice whether or not you want to get angry about something, you know? Yep. Okay. I'm about to share it with you now. Yeah. Holy crap. I'm in my bathroom. And those... Uh, action figures are my grandson's action figures. We bought them for Christmas, and that's my bathroom. I'm, I'm sitting right in front of the tub. That's a towel I got over my window, bathroom window. I have no lighting, that's the bathroom light. Fury, Agent Fury realizes that the, the scrolls need help to maybe friend them. And, um, Jude Law and his team. Talking about Captain Marvel. And they track down. God. Help of a homing beacon that Captain Marvel. Four years ago, you uploaded that. Yep. So that means 2017, right? Ish period. Yeah. She finally realizes her power and potential and she mm -hmm. kicks all their butts. Oh my God. Oh my God. So do, do you know when you uploaded your first video to have your channel anniversary? Uh, no. I don't keep track of that. <laughs> What? It's like two clicks, man. Oh my god. God damn it, man. Uh, what was my my very first video? Uh, yeah, just uh hit sword. Hit where it says oldest. It should tell you that right right there. Yeah, scroll up and see where it hits it right right there. The three ones hit oldest. Where? 
Oh, right there. You're uh, go down, right to the to the right. Just and, uh-huh. yeah, no, go up toward us where, where it says uh, latest, probably oldest. You. Hit oldest. Four Damn. years ago. Okay, click that and pause it. Okay, go to the, the description. Just scroll down. Hit more. You uploaded your first video on March 11th, 2019. 2019. Yep. So that means 2020, one, two, three. Yeah, about four years. So whenever you get your channel anniversary, you know, March 11th is when you started. Wow. Well, no, I, I think it's always good to know when you started. That way you could see, like, how far you came yeah, versus where you were at then. You know? Yeah. yeah. A lot more professional bad. now, you know? <laughs> you can even it see was... the qu- thumbnail quality got better. You know, there was no thumbnails back then. I, I was doing, uh, <laughs> I was doing the auto generated ones <laughs> from it YouTube. Was crazy. Now, this right here, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna show you real quick, is probably my best intro. God, I love this intro. Uh, Shifty Gizm did it for me. Mm-hmm. And we do a show on Saturdays called Square One. That's for the NFL, right? That's for the time is 3 p.m. in the fourth. Summer, you guys had one done by uh, LGD, right? LGD did do my internet. This was done by Shifty. The reason was done by Anza. Oh. This, this is the four of us. We got our favorite team jerseys on. That's me, Anzo in the Pittsburgh, uh, Roberto in the 72, and Chris Knight behind us. Got that WWE video game vibe going on there. I like it. I haven't seen anybody with better videos, intros, (laughs) in my opinion. Nah, I'm going to have to commission someone to give me a new intro, outro, channel banner, and uh, channel, what's it called, logo? Because now that I rebranded, I'm going to need some new stuff, so I'm going to set aside some of my budget and my paycheck to do it because I usually with my free time just buy comic books actually I I still I just buy comic books in my free time now or indie people say indie books now actually so uh as everyone knows you through being comic chat and you got better over time and because you know you built a following yourself like and people will keep asking you ask me this all the time man it's like how do you build a following on YouTube and stuff it's just well it just takes time to build a following on anything. It took you it literally took you like four years to even get what you have now. That, that's a while, honestly. Bro, I've like- only I've stayed in fifteen hundred subscribers forever. I, I I cannot break out of that. I was going pretty steady. Um, but I'll go from like fourteen ninety, fifteen fifty, mm-hmm. then something to stop. I think now I'm I'm almost at fifteen sixty. But um <laughs> I knew Robert Stone told me this. He said you gotta have consistent videos. That's and sometimes true. I think you can yeah. oversaturate um, because uh, I do more live than I do videos. But you gotta do more videos. Now I'm starting to do more shorts, and I see the shorts or I think right. driving people uh-huh. to the channel, whether or not they're subscribing or not. Um, because I, I I love constructive criticism. When I first changed over from comic chat to road to wisdom, uh-huh. I was asking everybody, "What should I do? What should I do?" and um, one of the guys, LDG, says, in fact, he said, look, don't tell everybody before um, you're, or even or even after. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Please subscribe. Please hit the notification bell. Make sure you give me a like. Leave a comment. 
But now that I, that's so much in my DNA. I'll, sometimes I'll say it, sometimes I won't. I'll be like, um, it's, your, mm-hmm. it's the first time you ever see me on this platform. Please subscribe to the channel. Please hit the notification mm-hmm. bell. I don't want you to be seeing material that I upload in the future. Also, mm-hmm. give, give me a like. It helps with YouTube algorithm, blah, 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 blah. Right. Say, please leave a comment. Your comments are like oxygen to me. And I, when I read and, and breathe them in, it lets you know that either you're digging what I'm saying or you're not. And please watch my video all the way from the start to the finish. That's usually what I say when I go off a lot of my videos that I do. Sometimes I'll say it, sometimes I don't. Um, LDG said, like, don't say it because if they want to subscribe, they're going to do it. When you tell them to do something, sometimes people don't want to do it just because they're being told. He's got the right mindset to it. I think it's also another way to look at it as if if you don't remind people of something, they're just going to forget, you know? Like, people naturally are more like, not as forgetful by nature, but... Dude, I didn't even know there was a like button on YouTube when I first got there. I know you yeah. like videos and subscribe. I, I didn't know any of that stuff tried to learn it. So mm-hmm. I think it's good to tell people once to begin your video and at the end and remind them to do that. I think that's fine, you know, because yeah. the reason why you want to remind them is because you're trying to build. If you don't remind them or any because the thing is you're going to get new traffic more than the people that will sub to you. That's what I found out. More random people that aren't sub will watch more than people that are sub. So if you don't tell them to like and sub beginning or end the video, then why why what they remember to I think it's better at the end because yeah, um, like what LDG said, and it makes a lot of sense. I, I mm-hmm. look at my um what's the word it called channel analytics? Yeah, the analytics mm-hmm. and um how long they click on it, how long they stay on it. Mm-hmm. And if a lot of times if people are like like fast food, they want it quick and fast. So if I'm going into a one minute, two minute soliloquy about mm-hmm. please subscribe, please do this, 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 then they're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to hear that. So I try to go ahead and get into the video, mm-hmm. grab their attention, and mm-hmm. then uh, at the end, then I'll say this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So at least if they don't want to hear it at the end, they don't watch my last 15, 20 minutes. I try to keep my videos less than 30 minutes. Um, yeah. Because at about 15 minutes, unless you're just super engaging, and mm-hmm. people just kind of weighing on. And I took me a long time. And I said, well, I think my content is good. I think I'm speaking. I'm thinking that. But mm-hmm. um, I have two daughters. Um, one's in, both of them in their 30s. And they're like, they, um, <laughs> people attention. They just, it's just not what, what you think it is. So you're going to make sure. I don't think you had the wrong mindset, though. I don't think you, I, I, I always thought you had the right mindset to that. I think people like longer form content because, I mean, there's a lot of people that I watch make longer form content. It really just depends on your audience. It really depends on your target audience, though. Yeah, you know, I look at my views, and I'm talking yeah. world rhythm. I'm talking a lot of religion. Do you know like their average age group you're in? Because I, I'm pretty sure they tell uh, you that, like thirty to fifty, somewhere in that time. That that range. That could be. A, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there's a lot of religious stuff. I'm kind of talking about, and Bible stuff, and a lot of people yeah. hear that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and I mm-hmm. try not to get too deep into stuff. Mm-hmm. I try not to be polarizing. But I tell them what the Bible says. And I always kind of say, look, mm-hmm. this is not Danny. I didn't make this. I didn't write about it. You will never find the book of Danny in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've read. This is my yeah. interpretation of it. I try to come off like that because I don't want to come off as preaching because I, I don't have the, the personality or the knowledge to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. All I do is read what I do and try to regurgitate it in a way that I think people can easily digest it. Mm-hmm. And um, I look a lot at my views. I check my I check my videos, I guarantee you, 50 times a day, see the views. And I think the most views I've had on one is about 75. And it can be discouraging when you like putting a lot of hard work in these things. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, I just want 
if I could get it consistently two to three hundred views every video, I'd be yeah, dude, I mean, it takes a while, man. It yeah, like when I when I started doing the the Yu Gi Oh Market Watch stuff, it took me a hot minute to even hit a hundred views on average for each one. Some yeah. of them would rarely hit like eighty, but when they would peak out, it'd be like 300, 400. But that took a yeah. while to hit. That took me uploading maybe two, three times a day to get that consistency. Because then, what's if yeah, go ahead. What's frustrating is you do a video, you don't really put a lot of energy or time into it, and then you look. That's on the one it. that I blows one up. Video, <laughs> it had like eleven hundred views. I'm like, what did I do any different? Than <laughs> and I don't understand it. And then what really drives me crazy, MSK, is that. Mm -hmm. I go out and grill, especially in the food, just grill. And when I when they have, I call it um comment chats neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And whenever I grill some food, I don't know what it, it could be anything, bologna. I don't know. Man, I get people on the show. Boom, 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 boom. What's that? What's that? What's that? And my grilling shows, which <laughs> are nothing but me talking on the grill and talking about whatever pops in my head, mm -hmm. gets more views and more attention and more viewers. And then do you don't think it is? I don't know what I, it is. It probably, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with longer, shorter form content like you wanted. I think it's just thumbnails, man. Finding the right thumbnails style will get more people. Because I'm you remember that, that my friend used to have why why you put I'm still friends, but you know, V, he yeah. really nailed that into me. Having good thumbnails instantly gets people to potentially subscribe and click on your videos more. Wow. And that's something I I, I I had to go and be like. It's just the thumb. That's why I always make sure now my thumbnails are on. Like a, they all take that extra five minutes to make a good thumbnail because the thumbnail is the main attraction. Once you have the main attraction there, then people just start listening, you know. And that's what I took from the other bigger people is they they have. That's why they professionally hire someone to do to do thumbnails. I don't. I know you're not gonna do that, but just that's how he had to dumb it down for me. Was like having a really good thumbnail structure really gets people in, you know? Because now you do those things. I haven't yeah. tried all. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me see. Let me show you. Right. So, I, I just want to see it. I don't want to show that. What the heck? Oh, there's cops outside. Oh, my God. What's that black man doing out there? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> black black people always get in trouble. Uh, those are my different thumbnails right there, if you can see. Yeah, I see them. Oh. I've done tried everything you can think of. The square one thumbnails. I've tried the road to wisdom, um, the soca, um, road to. And you can see my views right here. Like the square one, I got seventy four views. I've tried any kind of thumbnail you can try. I've done tried that bad boy, and none seems to be sticking. Like, well, which ones do you think will have the best traction? Like the ones that got the highest amount, the ones that you had based around the NBA and NFL ones were. Getting they were, they were pretty good at doing this, yeah. this the season, and I think it's a topic. Yeah, um, say right here like this: Wakanda Forever. I got two hundred sixty-three views on that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because I think one thing that I I, I did was uh, I always go to the opening premiere mm -hmm. nights to big movies, so I can might be like the first one to come back and and do a video on it. I hear my Black Adams. They got two hundred fifty-three, two ten. People were very interested in that. Stuff that, very that good, yeah. So I mean, it's just I think a lot of topic right right here. This one, the yeah. square one. This was three hundred eighty six. That's one of my better ones. So I, I don't know if it's topic. I don't know whether it's time of day. I notice that I don't do well on Sundays, and I figured it out because that's football. People are not going to watch a video 
Yeah, I think I tend to do better in uh, morning time versus evening time. So I don't that the one right here, Spider Man. Um, that was three hundred and three views. So I don't know what it is. I yeah, guess there, yeah. Because there's no point. one defined a- answer for me. It was thumbnails, or for you could be I don't know. You See, try this everything. Is, this is Robert Storm right here. His thumbnails right, right. are fire. Uh, yeah. Four hundred six. Um, he did one we did together. Four hundred forty-seven. I don't know what what he uses for his thumbnails, but his thumbnails are, are really. Use Photoshop. I'm not sure what he uses. I um, use Photoshop. That's where I use mine. I use something called Thumbnail Maker off the phone, and then I I build it on my phone, and then just email mm-hmm. it to my computer, mm-hmm. and do it like that. So it's- also, it's it's weird because back then, like a few years back, we were all stuck in a house, with COVID and all that stuff, and so people were naturally more online then. You know, so yeah. it made it more easier to just sit and just watch a new video. It's it's hard, man. I I, I know how you feel, man. There was a part where I was at like three thousand four hundred. I wasn't really moving up or gaining. I was just there, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Like, I'm the v- the views are the same, the likes are the same, everything's good. It's a it's a consistency, but there's no growth there. You know, you get to you have like certain months in YouTube itself, where you just get nothing. You just get, Flat out nothing. You're sitting there thinking to yourself, "Am I trash at this?" But then you gotta look at yourself and go. To be fair, other people are struggling just even getting subs in yeah. general. Like I try to always be humble, but it's like yeah. I do want to get past a certain. I don't want to always stay at the same number because it feels like you're not having any growth either. To some people, you know. One thing I, I think is like you gotta have a. It's a perfect storm. You gotta have a charisma. You gotta have a target audience. You gotta have mm-hmm. uh, interesting content, mm-hmm. and you gotta know what you're talking about. Uh, or or you're gonna be right. entertaining if you don't. If you're gonna t- speak on something very specific, then you really gotta know what you're talking about and do your research. I've noticed that sometimes when I come on here and I kind of fly by the seat of my pants, people can tell like uh, he don't know what he's talking about. When I've really put in the work and research, uh-huh. like uh, when I do these things now, I I will read actual Bible verse. I will go to a particular Bible. I will give them the chapter, uh-huh. the verse, everything else. Um, I go online, I do research, and I'll give them different topics and stuff and show them where they can get it and that kind of stuff. When you fly by, I see your pants, and you got to let them know. First, you got to let them know this is this is research, this is opinion. So a lot of times when it's more opinion-based, I'll say, these are my, these are my opinions on this, based right. on what I've read, based on what I've done, seen, blah, 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 blah. And one thing I've started doing now is I've started reading a lot more books by way of mm-hmm. Audible. I uh, put a book on going to work, mm-hmm. uh, traveling down the road, and listen. And a lot of times when I hear something uh, that will stimulate a topic I want to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, I've also got a notebook that I've that I've write down stuff. Mm-hmm. And because I'm getting to age now, if I don't write it down in the next five ten minutes, it may, it may, it may yeah, I do the more. same thing. I, I you told me that you and uh, Rogue Hero told me that just you know write it down because I would always say I all these great video ideas or news topics that would come out. I remember you and Rogue Hero saying just write it down. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can remember it. No, everything. If I have mm-hmm. a podcast, if I have podcast guests, or if I have you know topics for, that I need to do for like news videos or whatever or whatever video I want to do, I'm writing it down. Just. Yeah. Also, anybody uh, write it down. That way, you for you don't remember, and you you know, hey, I potentially I got to get it done on this day. You know, it keeps, it keeps one you thing you need to do too is keep a notepad by your bedside. A lot of times, you get your thoughts and inspirations when you're laying in bed or sleeping. Yeah, or sometimes a dream or something. I, I know it sounds crazy, but there have been times <laughs> I was laying in the bed, winding down, looking at something, and I see something on the TV. I'm like, mm, that might be a good topic. 
Right. And I and I'll write it down like words of wisdom or something. Just just use that as an example. Mm-hmm. And then I may put a note by its side, uh make an example about a car, a blue car or something. Uh-huh. Then that way when I get up, like I actually think about it and do some research, whatever, then it kind of helps formulate to what I really want to talk about. Or sometimes you, you think about, yeah, I remember in the morning, no, you won't, because you go to sleep or whatever, or or your girlfriend or your wife get in bed and you do grown up things and you do all kind of stuff and you be done forget about it the next morning, you be like, hmm, what was that? Yeah, so I keep a notebook, notepad by my bed. If I have a thought or something or idea, boom, 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 and keep it. And that's mm-hmm. that, that's helped me out a lot. And one thing too, um, Steve Harvey um, and uh, Oprah Winfrey, I'll listen to some of the motivational speakers. And when they say, I'm going to do this now, write down your goals. In my office at work, I got goals written down where every morning I can see it. I want to pay my house off faster than 30 years. I want to pay my truck off faster than whatever. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then um, recently, probably about going on four months now, I've dropped about almost 60 pounds. But when when I got to this weight I'm at now, I would write down every 10 pounds. At one time, I was up to 306 pounds, and that was I know that was killing me. So I wrote 290 on my computer screen. So when I got to 290, I mark it out. I put 280. Uh-huh. Got to 280, I mark it out. Put 270. Got to 270, I mark it out. Put 260. Got to 260, mark it out. 250. Now I'm at 250. I want to get to 230. Uh-huh. I got to do this last little bit to get to 230. But if I don't write it down, and look at it, then I'll be like, oh. Uh, I'll eat this cheeseburger. I'll drink this. And no. So you got to write stuff down. You got to put it somewhere where you can see it every day. And I think when you visualize something, thought visualization becomes reality. So yeah, I have the same thing. I have a, I have a notepad app on my phone and I have a notepad right here on my computer. So I make sure that all like, like comic book books I'll buy. I'll like have, I'll write up the characters I want to buy books for on like Wednesday or whatever, when the new titles come out, I buy those. I'll write down, hey, do I want this special jersey for an eSports team that I'm following? You know, then I'll save up for it. Or mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, I want to have more money in my bank account, like savings account. I'll write down a, a number goal I want. Yeah, man, writing stuff down has been really helpful because yeah. it, like, like, like when you look at it, you go, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm doing good there. Like I checked my bank account, did it. I'm like, okay, I'm saving money. You know, it's hard, you know, to California, but it, it's, it's, it's going. You know, I try to have two savings accounts, to a point where, you know, if I have money for a rainy day, if anything really emergency happened, like, like I went to the hospital or something, I could potentially just pay it off then. So, yeah, man, I've, I've been writing down stuff for a hot minute, and it's been really helpful, honestly. I never thought it'd be that helpful. I thought it'd just be something I just... You're in a different uh, apartment now, aren't you? That looks different yeah, than where I'm living. Okay, good deal. So I moved, so I've had three places in the last five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm my original apartment, then I moved to another one because the bathroom was messed up. So they, instead of just re- renovating it and fixing it at that moment, they just moved me to the other one. So you could rent that out to someone else. And then my, my friend told me that I could move here when the other person moves out. So the other person here did move out, but they moved someone else in because his grandpa passed away and something happened to the point where they had to put someone in here for a little bit. Well, so when that person left, it was around, so what's this month? This month is October. So yep. I got here in August. So he left. He was only here for like two months. He was here from June and July. He left mid-July and I just moved straight in. This is not, not, not even the whole place. The whole, uh, there's another 
part of it over there, you know. It took me a while to see up for this too. Like, you know, yeah. that's what people yeah. I moved uh in my marriage. My wife was counting again three, at least 20 times. And uh I just got this house three years ago because I was renting. I, I was a big time renter. I'm renting because something happened. I just called the landlord, hey, <laughs> this don't work, this don't work, this don't work. Well, the bad thing about that is that the rent kept going up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I got tired of about three years ago. So I'm not, I'm not paying rent for this house. And every year you go up 50, 60, 75 dollars. So um, yeah, I did a VA loan. I was in the Marine Corps, as you can see. Mm-hmm. And the VA loan went through, and I got the house. And knock on wood, it has a little bit of issues, but for the most part, yeah, no, you were in a different house too, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta finally get my man cave here. My wife, we had this house had, uh, had a living room, and nobody used it. And I wanted to take got two garages, one attached to the house, one behind the house. Mm-hmm. So I was going to take the one behind the house and fix it up. And it's going to mm-hmm. take a lot of money. Well, probably about twenty five hundred bucks. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, do I want to spend that? And my wife mm-hmm. like, Danny, nobody's using the living room. I don't use that. We don't go hardly go in there. If you want to make it a mess, I say, don't fool with me, woman. <laughs> I said, because once I get in there, it's going to be mine. She said, Danny, do it. So a little bit of paint. Yeah. A, a, a wall. I bought a NBA jam. And I got a big TV in here. Yeah. I'm looking for two more recliners. And I have like. Um, three, four chairs in here and watch football mm-hmm. games. Nobody comes in here but me, my grandson. Yeah, dude, I didn't notice the difference in having a place where, dude, I don't gotta worry about Nate. There's mm-hmm. only one neighbor, technically. She's gonna leave eventually because she's she and shit. She's garbage. When she leaves, yeah. there ain't no one here. Like, there's no neighbors around. There's no no loud dogs. You know, yeah. only thing that people hear is the ambulance because this is behind my bank. This is just behind my bank. So my bank's right there, like two feet away. My gym's like two feet away over there. So literally everything that I have is right here. What part of California you live in? I'm in uh, Barstow. So it's uh, it's like two hours from L.A. Actually, we're in a it's a more like smaller town. I, I'm I've, I've heard of it because when I was in Marine Corps, um, I mm-hmm. was stationed in Camp Pendleton. Mm-hmm. How far is it from Pendleton? Oh God! We're probably probably like three That's three San hours. Diego. San yeah, Diego. I, oh, we're talking like about three three four hours probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in San Diego. I sit there three years, and uh, mm-hmm. I, as far as north I went was mm-hmm. uh, L.A. I had some friends living in L.A., and that was like wow. Oh, you remember? Uh, you watched Too Fast, Too Furious, right? Mm-hmm. Remember when Tyrese and Paul Walker were fighting in that one part? We tried to get him part of his team. Yeah. Where he said, "I'm going back to Barstow." I, that yeah. scene was filmed here. I I know exactly where they filmed it at. I was wow. I was a, I was a little kid. And I remember they they blocked off the whole bridge. They blocked off that whole place. I remember that. And when he said Barstow, I was like, I remember. Clicked my hand when I first watched that movie. I was like, I knew that. I was there as a kid. I, mm-hmm. I, I we we never saw them because you know if you, if people see that they would converge on them and then watch. So they they blocked off everything, man. It's but, the, but this place is nothing like L.A. or like San Francisco. It's like we don't have all that. Bag I, like the I want to kick like myself in the, in the butt because I'm a foodie, and <laughs> San Francisco is like one of the best food places in the world, and I never went there. As far as north I went, like I say, was L.A. Yeah, and I was like, God, if I could go back in time again, I would go to <laughs> San Francisco because <laughs> uh, I know it has a certain uh, myth there. You worry about the myth there. <laughs> I was worried about because uh, I watch a lot of Food Network stuff. And some of the best places, the best restaurants in the country. Yeah. In San Francisco. So I'm like, I want to go there. It's on the bucket list to go to San Francisco. 
Mm-hmm. I went to Venice Beach and um Lord, that was <laughs> wow, is all I can say for that. Yeah, like yeah. I've been yeah. out those places too. It's just I'm not uh I'm not really big on like traveling. Like even if people like the farthest I'll usually go is like Victorville. I'm pretty sure you've heard about that. It's it's that's like 30 minutes down the hill. Like I'll go mm-hmm. there far, but if, if I'm going out of town, it's gotta be for something big, like going to watch League of Legends games or we're going out to like the beach or something. Nah, it's man, like I, wanna... I hate long drives, man. I hate long two hour plus drives. I don't want to travel, bro. Um I am saving up because I want to go to Canada where um Anzo, Roberto, and uh guys oh, yeah. are. Mm-hmm. They live in Montreal. That is what I really want to go to. Um, mm-hmm. Got them guys, Chano Anzo, four years now, and we we, we talk about it every day. And uh, I want to see him face to face. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna say what go go to there. Oh, also ask you, Chris Nat lives so- in Kansas City. I, mm-hmm. I don't particularly want to go to Kansas, but I want I want to see him too. <laughs> Not Kansas, but uh, where is the uh, yeah Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, that's where. He, yep. Because uh, I, man, I'm, you guys do the what chaotic conversation, right? That's every Monday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we used to do it like Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every week. Yeah, and we're like, nah, that's too many shows. So now we do every Monday of the month at nine o'clock. So like, the first Monday is my show, chaotic conversation. Mm-hmm. The second Monday is Anzo show, which is chaos list, and then the third Wednesday, third Monday is the rule of three. And that's with Chris, right? That's with Chris. And yeah. Then four of them usually take a break. But now Chris, um, his work schedule and my work schedule mm-hmm. is so hectic now that sometimes we even miss that. But Mondays we usually do that. Mm-hmm. We take Tuesdays off. Then Wednesdays we do. Mm-hmm. I'm on Guy Squad Channel, which is uh, The Hangout. That's yeah. at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then we usually jump on at sometime on OOC. That's mm-hmm. um, Anzo and Roberto on Wednesdays. Yeah. And then we do, uh, if it's a round table, we usually do a round table. Right. And then on Fridays, we usually do something called the uh, the ranking, or um, where we have like, 50, we put up the 50 best Denzel Washington movies or something like that, and then we mm-hmm. rank them. And then uh, Sunday, we usually do the round table. Now it's uh, Loki, which is boring as all get out. To me, it is. In fact, we supposed to watch it tonight, and we missed it tonight. I was all just text me. We forgot all about it. I'm pretty sure you ain't missed much. Let's be no. honest here. You ain't missed nothing mm-hmm. at yep. dude. I, I I couldn't I couldn't do it, man. Like the first season was so boring. Like I hated that first season. No, the first so season bad. compared to this is fantastic. <laughs> no time. way. Really? Man, the second episode, it was like <laughs> and then like last night, or maybe the night before we had the makeup for it because we missed it Sunday. We usually have it Sunday at eight. So we had to you know, um, we had to review two, mm-hmm. and man, they were talking about characters in the episode. I was like, "What are y'all talking about? I, I didn't see that." Then he was in it, so I fell asleep and didn't realize it. And they were telling me <laughs> parts of the stuff in the roundtable review that I had no clue about. And, I, and then we had the grade. I said, "Well, I give it an F because it didn't even keep me awake." I mean, so. Yeah, that is no lie. I am not. I am not exaggerating. And, 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 and come to find out, now we know that Disney and Marvel don't know how to do their shows. Remember that THR article that came out where it revealed all their how much they their egos got so big they didn't even understand how to do television. People, they didn't even have showrunners for those shows. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Their idea. Long story short, one of the fattest ideas of problems they had, biggest one was they were going to hire an executive and they were going to just basically fix it in post. That was they're going to do. 
And dude, you know how big their egos got to the point where they thought they could just run the television department. It's like, no, no, it's uh, just. And this thing is, I didn't need that article to come out to confirm what I already knew. I already knew basically during WandaVision, they don't know how to write television. You, you could tell they didn't. To actually. me, WandaVision was one of the better shows they did, even though I wasn't really a big fan of it. it was, right. You could follow it. Right. And then mm-hmm. I, it makes me one Kevin Feige, I think he got too spread thin for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Because most of his shows would capture capture your attention, but they, they would not stick the landing. Mm-hmm. Point in case is Secret Invasion was fantastic. The first five episodes, it was engaging. It, mm-hmm. it, it ended with a cliffhanger. Samuel Jackson was in rare form, his, his mm-hmm. usual form. He he delivers, but that last episode was like, "What the hell? What mm-hmm. did y'all do? Why did y'all do this? It didn't make any yeah. sense." And a lot of people didn't mm-hmm. like the way the scrolls made it look like Samuel Jackson solely depended on him, and he made it mm-hmm. from the bottom to the top based on their efforts. But it was just Marvel is not sticking the landings with these TV shows. I don't understand it. They dropped off to me ever since Falcon Winter Soldier was the last one that I really liked. Other than that, that was the only one I ever enjoyed was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like from I start like, to I finish. Like Moon Knight too. Moon Knight wasn't bad to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like Hawkeye. Hawkeye was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, I, oh, what if well, came out that year too? What if that what was? If, what, if, what if was good? It, well, yeah. some of the episodes were. The they had Thor, some banger episodes in there. Yeah. The yeah. one with Thor was crap. I didn't like that. But the best ones was episode three and four, the, the detective episode, and the one where he was fighting Doctor Strange was fighting himself. That was yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very hit and miss on that. I, I don't understand why they can't stay consistent through the whole the whole show. They'll and then Disney Plus for as like Ahsoka. Um, I thought it had some very good parts, but mm-hmm. it didn't stick the ending at the end. Um, yeah, that's the problem with these shows, man. They'll start. Potentially, maybe okay, but the yeah. landing is terrible. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what's crazy, man? Is after most of the time we watch these shows, it's always the same. It's always the same reaction I get from these, even yourself. Well, that was kind of meh. That's a reaction for all of them. All of them mm-hmm. have that. It's like you know, I you watch these episodes week to week, like back in the day, and after all of them, you're like, nah. I could. You could just wait it to bench that because there's nothing there special, honestly. Yeah. You know, like you know, how, like like Disney doesn't want to do the Netflix model of binging their shows because they want to give that that interesting topic of conversation. Like I think both approaches can work, but the only way that their approach can work is if you're making engaging stories that can I keep agree. people interested, right? They're they're not making interesting TV shows to the point where that needs to be out every week. That's well, then they I, could do like if it's a six episode show, they could do three. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe do two for three weeks. That'll keep your attention somewhat more. Mm-hmm. I can see them like, okay, you got six episodes, so for six weeks you want to kind of make this beat drive. They're trying to drive mm-hmm. the the viewers to watch something, drive it to to, to streaming service. I get that, but like you said, it has to be compelling. It has to be good. Mm-hmm. If it's something like, uh, I'm going to use what I think one of the best TV shows now that I watch every week is Power Force. Every week, I'm tuning in to watch the bad boy. Sometime mm-hmm. to to treat myself, I'll skip a week. So when I watch it, that second week, I can watch two episodes back to back to try and get mm-hmm. a, a a longer uh, fix on it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But man, that's something that I watch every week, and it's compelling. It's, it's action driven. The story is good. I know some people be like, ah, uh, 
it's showing black people in negative, blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Okay, look. Yes, it may be negative, but some of the, a lot of it is real. So, I mean, I'm not going to have rose-colored glasses to say that uh, this doesn't happen. They're always doing this. No, but if Power Force stars a white drug dealer named Tommy Egan, and he is a bad cat. So, I don't have any issues with it. I think the show is good. I've supported mm-hmm. all the, the shows that Power made itself. I don't watch mm-hmm. Raising Canaan. Uh, I haven't watched that one, but the rest of them I've watched and supported. But it all, I say all that to say this, is that you're going to have compelling stories that's going to grab somebody's attention. They don't do that. And one, thing, one thing that I see Disney Plus is doing, and, and I guess Disney as a whole, they'll start something and then they won't finish it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll leave stuff unfinished. And I'll give you some examples. Like Black Panther, T'Challa. Okay, you know Chadwick Boseman died. Are they going to make recast him, or are they going to make the son the new T'Challa? But if they're going to make the son the new T'Challa, we're going to have to wait several years till he grows up if they want to stay in the correct timeline. Rwanda in multiversal multiversal madness is she dead? Well, they didn't. They don't really tell us one way or the other because she's supposed to be so much powerful in the source of supreme. So. I don't see how she's going to be dead if she's somebody's that powerful. With the Eternals, they left us off with that man with the with the, the, the celestial, the, yeah, the, the celestial halfway in the earth sticking out. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are they going to do with that? Did they, they end it with Star Fox? <laughs> What's he going to do? And they came with Blade. Blade was in the after, in scene credit. Mm-hmm. Are they going to do Blade? Or are they going to keep doing these rewrites? I mean, a lot of unfinished business. And then in mm-hmm. WandaVision, the White Vision, where is he at? I mean, what, what, what is he is out there that is existing somewhere? So they leave a lot of stuff unfinished, mm-hmm. and we just gotta wonder and make our own conclusions and and so to speak go down the rabbit hole. I mean, I will never go back down that rabbit hole, which is WandaVision, because LDG was just popping up some stuff doing WandaVision like <laughs> you see this, you see that, did you see that? you see that the, the iron was red and and this had a design and it was a fisto <laughs> and this and this. I don't want to go through all that again. So no, um, I think uh even we as fans, I think a lot of people put too much. I think we're we were suddenly going like, hey, they're about to go on a next level. Like after Endgame, you thought they were gonna go on some other bigger level with WandaVision and kind of find out after that show, you're like, okay, they're probably not gonna be doing what we thought initially. And then you come to the rest of these shows. And it just you you because they even revealed in that THR article that the the views had been dropping consistently for the shows too. If it wasn't a big name character that people knew, even from the MCU, the the show just wouldn't really get viewed at all. And they said there was billions of views on there. I don't believe that. I think it was millions of views. I think billion is fat stretch right there. I don't think a billion people were were consuming Secret Invasion. I I sure don't think a billion people were were consuming Hawkeye. You know. You know, they were fudging these numbers because, as you know, you've been watching TV a very long time too. People don't understand this about TV. The reason why the people, people listen to me, I understand this, everyone listening. Okay, so TV, the people that run the stations get advertisers. Okay, the advertisers have to know how much viewership you're bringing in so they can figure out how much they want to dedicate of their budget to advertise on your platform, right, or your network. If they don't know that, then they can't advertise with you because they don't know how much reach they're going to have. That's why you have to report your ratings to Nielsen or other rating companies so they can see how many much views you have, which also dictates how much money you get so you can pay your actors, your writers, and all that stuff. Now, the difference with that and the difference between streaming is streaming doesn't have that. 
streaming is owned by the company itself. They don't actually have to report the numbers directly because, well, there's no real reason to actually report the actual numbers because they're not really allowed. So they're not allowed. They can just kind of fudge the numbers because they're not like legally abided to provide the real numbers. You know, now they have advertisers coming on these streaming services. So maybe that's going to eventually change because the advertisers have to know how much viewers to your platform is bringing in so they can know how much reach they're getting. And going off of basically all these shows, man, and you, you've seen this too, man. They've been doing less and less shows. 2021, it was WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If. They were going to have Miss Marvel in 2021. People forget that. That got moved to 2022. It was WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye. Five shows in 2021, not counting the movies. Then you also have uh, in 2022, you had She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel, right? Then in, thi in this year, 2023, you just have Secret Invasion and, um, you know, Loki Season 2. They've progressively gotten lesser and less as each year goes by because they realize there's th – these shows just aren't good. And not even that. Uh, it's just why I produce all these it, shows? Because the fans uh, – okay, uh, this has been my argument since day one. Since, since Disney Plus came online in whatever year it was, I've always said this. The first year Disney Plus came online, I forgot the first show. Was it WandaVision? Was the first show Disney Plus did? For Marvel? For Marvel. I think yes, it was WandaVision. Yes, yeah. Okay. As soon as, as soon as WandaVision came on there, then they didn't have a lot of content probably another year, a few months, eight months to a year. And people mm -hmm. were saying, why bring a streaming show on and you don't have the content to do it? We watched all this old stuff. They had all the old Marvel stuff, all the Disney stuff, yeah, all that the old cartoons, big, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, the next year, they start giving them boom, boom, boom. Then COVID sit in. So, okay, we're going to give me more. Boom, boom, boom. When you rush the product, sometimes you get sloppy. And I think they got sloppy. And like you said earlier, I think they start drinking their own Kool-Aid. The egos got big. And like, hey, you don't have to. It was to revealed. Sit. That's what happened. You they yeah, literally, you don't have to sit so here. Mm -hmm. yeah, we don't have to sit here and watch everything. We can just put it in, cookie cutter, boom, it's going to sell. Because, and I've said this before. You hear that dun 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 dun, dun, yeah. dun and that Marvel logo, uh, logo yeah. right there. Use it used to be that's going to guarantee that movie at least a half a billion dollars automatically. We got that Marvel Marvel mm -hmm. Studios. It's going to get at least a half a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. That ain't the case no more. So they got to get back to whenever you see that Marvel logo, Mar Mar uh, Marvel logo, Marvel Studios. That that half a billion is going to be staying strong. Now it's not. You might get 200 million, you might get 300. It just depends on when you do Dude, it. Dude, look at tracking for the Marvels right now. The Marvels is tracking to be the worst opening ever. Yeah. There was worst openings in, than like movies that were in the pandemic. Go back to Ren. This is not a joke, people. The Marvels, the sequel to Captain Marvel, which came out in 2019, is tracking lower opening weekend than movies that were released in the pandemic. That's disgustingly bad. That that tells you right there that this is what people do, man. I, I think you need to know this as well. You said you went to, to you know, Marine Corps and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You were those studies that came out a long, long time ago that people – it wasn't that they were incapable of critical thinking or capable of critical thought. People would naturally just go with the flow because the backlash that they would receive from, like, family members or in the internet would make them sway their opinion to be like, hey, I'm not going to really challenge this because I don't want to receive the negative connotations surrounding it. So I think what people do with their wallets – 
instead of being like, I think Captain Marvel's trash. And now if you say if you say Captain Marvel's trash, people think you're misogynist and all these other other stupid buzzwords, right? You know what I think people do? I think they just vote with their wallet. They go, you know what? I don't gotta say anything. I'm just not watching. Yeah. That's super people just do that. YouTube, I said this, I think I did a couple of videos on it. YouTube has destroyed my movie going experience <laughs> for several reasons. One reason if you watch some of these channels. And you have the right to do whatever you want to and have an opinion. I'm not going to sit here and, and mm-hmm. argue that fact. But a lot of channels I see that have multiple panelists on there, mm-hmm. it's an echo chamber. I very seldom see YouTube channels that have like different opinions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see, I saw it more on yours when you had like Jada Fanboy and yourself, um, K Dots, and, and that, yeah. that particular crew. But most of these ones that are established, Geeks and gamers in particular, I'm just gonna throw that out. It's an echo chamber. They all seem to agree with the same thing, and I just don't understand that. I don't I just I don't think that's possible. That everything that comes out, I'm gonna think exactly what Anzo or Chris think, because those are the ones I stream with the most. There are times when I look at something, I'd be like, I, I like that. I like Boba Fett. Anzo and Chris, well, Anzo more so like, no, it's trash. I don't like it. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's what he says. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I see a lot of these channels mm-hmm. that that don't like something. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. In particular, they are focused on anything that comes out of Disney is automatically going to be bad. Anything that plays on the CW is automatically going to be trash. And that's not true because yeah. if you watch Superman and Lois, it is fantastic. I have. I have. It comes out of CW. If you watch certain episodes, or no, certain seasons of Black Lightning, that's a CW show. And Tobias Whale, I don't care what anybody said, it's most underrated, one of the most underrated bad guy villains I've seen on TV that doesn't get his props. That actor that plays Tobias Whale was fantastic. He carried that show, in my opinion. But a lot of these people, and I've seen people that I've talked to individually, like me and you, said, man, I, I, I'm digging that show. But when they get with their friends on some of these channels, I've seen them sway or cave in every time. And I'm like, really? <laughs> now, that's not what you told me when you and I talked in text. And when we talked to each other through Twitter or, or, or texting, and I ain't going to pull out no receipts or stuff. I mean, it ain't that serious. Yeah. So I always fall back on my argument. This is fake stuff. I'm not losing a friendship. I'm not yeah. arguing and getting mad over fake stuff. This is fake stuff. For for me, and, if I, this is how, how I always think, and I, I do agree. It's one of these things where, I think uh, I think if people genuinely like something, I think that should be said. And if they actually didn't like it, I think that should be said as well. Because I wouldn't want someone like faking how they feel just because they would not understand how I would feel based off their response, right? And I, I think YouTube, not just YouTube itself, YouTube movie viewers, not not even just with the people you mentioned, because I don't th- I don't think they're that bad. I, I think you know other people have did it way worse. I think people like um not 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 like they're bad themselves, but this would kind of fall on the audience. Is the best way I would answer this, which would be the audience has this own way of looking at things, very person to person, right? So, you know how you go and watch a movie and you like it, and you tell people you like it, people just call you a shill, and it's like, wait, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. But if you didn't like it, you're speaking facts, you're you're taken to yeah. the man. And I'm like. The audience did that, not the actual. Mm-hmm. I was saying the audience did that, not the actual YouTubers. Because if I'm just coming here and I'm just giving you my opinion, that's how I really, honestly felt after I watched the movie. And remember, granted, people can feel differently about movies as time goes on. You might not be that high on it or like it as much as over time. But I think the audience needs to understand 
we can go watch a movie separately. Different theaters have different experiences. And if I come back with a different experience than yours, as long as I'm being genuine in my opinion, that's fine. The audience has been somewhat disgustingly entitled to think that, oh, if I went and watched this random movie that this person watched, then this person should hate it as much as I do. It's like, that's not how that works. You know, that's just not how that works in general in life at all. They're being brainwashed by some of these YouTubers. People don't realize, but your words carry a lot of power, especially if you're one of these big YouTubers or you want to stay in the mainstream or always stay on this negative point of view. Mm -hmm. You keep beating somebody over the head, beat somebody over the head, beat somebody over the head. If if they're not strong, mentally strong, and have their own opinion, then you're going to just beat them into submission. They're like, okay, yeah, you're right. It sucks, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just not one of those people. And to me, it's sad because when you when you watch something, you genuinely like it, and you bring up points. Some YouTubers, some content creators make you try to seem like you're an idiot or you're dumb mm-hmm. because you like something. And that is what really chaps my butt. Okay, you don't like it. You have every right not to like it. Okay, that's fine. You say your point. I say my point. But to yeah. make you feel like you're dumb and, or, mm-hmm. or use these words that I've never heard of until I get YouTube like shell. Memberberry, mm-hmm. um, um, simping, capping. I've never heard any of these words prior to the four years I've been on YouTube now. And I'm like, okay, so it's just a place yeah, you, yeah. You I do. I, I watched some recent movies that I told people like, like if I go and watch a movie and I genuinely like it, like I actually enjoyed it, I thought it was really well crafted. I'll tell you it's well crafted, and I thought I liked it. And if I watched something and I didn't like it, I'm gonna tell you I did like it. Like I, I didn't like the Flash it came out. I thought the movie was pretty bad. Actually, yeah, I watched Scream Six. I liked Scream Six actually. You know, I watched Across the Spider Verse. I thought Across the Spider Verse was that's the best super movie this year. Across Spider Verse is so fucking good. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie is amazing. Best good. super movie this year to me, to me personally. One thing I hate about YouTube is that it made me wish I would. In some this one aspect, I wish I'd never go on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> that is that now when I go to a movie, instead of sitting there and enjoying it, I'm watching like is this film right? Is it film at this angle? Is the music is it the music good to mm-hmm. is it should it be here? I'm listening and I'm looking at um mm-hmm. how is the, the dialogue right instead of watching and enjoying it, I'm more in an analytic mode and I don't like that. I, never I try to have a bounce that. of both. I try I to have a bounce of both. I would, I, dude, when I, when I hear Star the, Trek Star Wars yeah. movies, I am analyzing every little thing. So <laughs> I know I'm gonna have to go on Storms Live or some <laughs> channel, and if I'm not on point. Or this, this, and this, and they're gonna try and like. For, for me, for me, I I try to be in both modes. I I, I think I found a good balance to it. Like when I'm paying attention to the dialogue and the character says something really stupid, in my brain I can't let it go, man. Sometimes sometimes really logic breaking. Like in the mm-hmm. Flash, do you remember when like he said his someone killed his mom and he went back in time and he, but he can't he can go back in time but he can't see the person that killed her even though he can literally go back in time to the exact moment it's stuff like that as not even an analytical person even if i was enjoying that as a fan without being analytical i would say that but that's that's pretty stupid you know because even before like youtube or whatever people had I- issues with certain things like little smaller issues you know even if you weren't being analytical like you know uh people had like the random one to be jason momoa not blonde hair as aquaman that was before you even well, saw the movie he was this, blonde hair this is the one know? that chats my well blows my mind mm-hmm. okay uh we all heard Back to the Future, and we see how time travel works in Back to the Future. It's pretty right, simple. yeah. You go back to ABC, one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. You can mix stuff, mm-hmm. you can change stuff, that kind of stuff. It seems pretty simple to me. The explanation of Back to the Future seems pretty 
self-explanatory how you can go mm -hmm. back to the future and you can do stuff. Point in case, mm -hmm. Biff went back, he got the book, show all the gambling things, he brought it back to the future, gave it to, uh, took it to the past, gave it to the past Biff and said, look, mm -hmm. bet on these games and you'll win, blah, blah, blah. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward to Endgame when the Hulk was trying to explain and say, <laughs> you do this, you do that, you go this, you go that, da, da, da. People are actually arguing like time travel really exists. How do you know what the Hulk said or didn't say does work unless you're some kind of time astrophysicist, whatever, whatever <laughs> terminology. And I mean, they're arguing and saying, that doesn't make sense. You can't do this, this, and this. How the hell do you know whether it makes sense or not? Because time mm -hmm. travel doesn't exist. Oh, now, also, it, it doesn't make sense to compare it to... Exists, yeah. Also, it, also it doesn't, it, it doesn't make, make, make sense to compare it to two different movie franchises. Like, I can't expect... The way that Back to the Future's time travel works the same way as Marvel's does, that that, that itself wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and but I've seen people before. Yeah. argue like they time travel and know it's that. Well, I did hear somebody say it. In the quantum, in, in the quantum realm, mm -hmm. why didn't Ant-Man 3, when he, when Ant-Man, in the first Ant-Man, when he was in the quantum realm for five minutes, five minutes in the quantum realm mm -hmm. was like five years on, on Earth, mm -hmm. he never um, ran into Kane. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, you've been on Earth. I've been on Earth 53 years. I haven't met everybody on Earth. <laughs> 53 years. There are people I hadn't run into or seen because the <laughs> Earth is so vast. You mean to tell me that the, the, the quantum realm mm -hmm. <laughs> ain't as vast? It's quite possible. You could... I know for a fact, aircraft carriers, mm -hmm. naval aircraft carriers, one of them holds about 3,000 people. And I've talked to people that have been on there for a year on on deployment and they have never met everybody on that ship that's three thousand people that's a relatively small amount of people but it's in a year's time they didn't meet everybody so you mean to tell me in, in five years on somewhere that's, on somewhere that's probably 10 15 20 times thousand times bigger than an aircraft carrier that it's not possible that you couldn't meet somebody so i'm like bruh oh what you already know notice dude it's a lot of projection it's like the same whole argument with Goku being a bad dad. It's a lot of people just projecting their own real life BS onto something. Yeah, it's, it's, the amount of projection it's, is out they're of trying this world, to man. take real world um, the scenarios, rules of the real world, yeah. and apply it to fake world. You can't do that. One that was that I really I take a lot of criticism about. Huh. You mean to tell me that Crygon Jin got stabbed with a lightsaber and he died? But um, what's the girl name? Sabine, she got stabbed and she survived. I said, look, how many times? I said, I'm long for social now. I've seen people got shot in the chest, shot in the head, and survive. That's real life. So you mean to tell me sometimes people get shot in the head or chest, they die. Sometimes people get shot in the chest and the head and they live for whatever reason because I mm -hmm. guess they're younger, stronger, might be what's the will to live is stronger. I said, Crygon Jin was older, an old Jedi, older in the 60s. Mm -hmm. He didn't have medical treatment right then and there because Obi Wan fought another five minutes or more, right? Killing Maul and then went to him and he died in his arms. He still wasn't dead, he wasn't instantly dead. He died a five minutes after Sabine got stabbed, and right then and there, she got medical treatment and she didn't get stabbed directly in her torso, they showed to the side of it. So mm -hmm. she's 40, 50 years younger than he is. Mm -hmm. So it's not possible that an older person would die of the same wound or a similar wound 
a young person who's stronger and, and can fight it off. I mean, I don't understand how no a lightsaber. I like if you get sad with a lightsaber, blah blah blah. I said, Darth Maul got cut in half. He survived. <laughs> I mean, your your yeah, logic yeah. is not making sense. And you try to put and then Dude, when they use real world, they use so, real world scenarios, mm-hmm. and then you give them real world solutions to it. They don't they don't want to. They don't want to accept in, uh, that, that drives me crazy. In Scream 6, there was a girl at the end of the movie that got stabbed, literally just stabbed in her abdomen. And somehow later in the movie, she appeared up with the main cast again. I'm going to go like, <laughs> what? Hey, MSK, this is <laughs> I know a woman for about four or five years. Mm-hmm. She's highly strung out on drugs. Her boyfriend has stabbed her over 50 times. And this woman is still living. Oh my God. I'm telling you, it is the will to live. It is God's grace. It is whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want to chalk it up to. Mm-hmm. Some people just have the will to live, a strong will to live, but this is not nothing that I'm making up. This is something that I know for I, a fact. I agree, you man. Talk to this woman. You talk about this woman every time. You talk about domestic violence. And she still wants to go back to his boyfriend. Love it's the combination of lack of education. She, I don't think she's mentally correct, and she's on the drugs. And I don't know. I think it's just God's grace why he hadn't killed her. He, he's going to kill her one day, or she's going to kill him. I'm quite mm-hmm. certain. But she has been stabbed, documented over 50 times by this man, and is still breathing and living. If I was a dad and I heard that, that guy would be into the ground a few times. So I don't understand. I mean, it, for to me, man, it's a lot of projection. What a lot of people do. And I told people, hey, you need to separate. Like, this is what I always did. This is something that I do, I do myself personally. Everyone has uh-huh. their own different way of criticizing things. I only look at the logic that you give me from your product, right? And whatever uh-huh. logic you establish in your own product, that's what I go off of. I don't really try to apply, like, real-life stuff to it. Unless it's, like, comic books to, like, movies. And that's a bit different. That's storytelling they're taking apart from. See, that's you know? what they try to do. They try to apply real-life stuff to fake stuff and vice versa. Man, there's no way. I said, look, this is fake stuff. Like, okay, for instance, I'm going by Canon. I think Canon is a joke. When I looked up Canon, Canon is more like a biblical term. Nobody can change the Bible now. That's where yeah. Canon is real is originally is about mm-hmm. biblical stuff. I looked it up, I love looking up stuff and getting a definition. And mm-hmm. Canon, it refers to biblical, like the Bible, because nobody can go back and rewrite that. But if you own something like Star Wars, say for instance. MSK fun, um MSK Productions <laughs> offers Disney Plus, I mean Disney, six billion dollars for mm-hmm. uh Star Wars and they sell it to MSK Productions. Mm-hmm. MSK Productions then can do what it wants to and change the canon. They can add mm-hmm. stuff to it, delete stuff to it, what they want to because they own it. And then they don't seem to grasp that information. When you own something, canon does not necessarily have to stand. It'd be nice mm-hmm. if it did. But if I own something, like if I sell you a purple car, mm-hmm. and you said, "Danny, I'm not going, I'm not going to call that purple car. I'm going to let it stay in honor of you." And we shake hands on it, and mm-hmm. I don't have a written contract that if you don't, if you change the color, it reverts back to me. If I don't put that in there, and then after a year's time, you're like, mm, "I'm tired of this purple car. I want to paint it orange." There ain't nothing I can do about it. There is nothing I can do about it. The same way George Lucas sold Disney Plus, he didn't put he put certain provisions in there. Like I get all the proceeds from merchandising, this, this, and this. But he didn't put in that they can't change canon. That's nowhere in the contract. 
So if Dizzy wants to change canon or if Kathleen Kenny wants to change canon or says the force is female or says all this stupid stuff she said about there's no mm-hmm. content to back up to, uh, to pull stories from, she can do that. But people don't understand it. Well, how can you change this? Not my Star Wars. You're right. It's not yours. It's Disney Star Wars. So if they want to change it, we don't like necessarily like it or necessarily agree with it. But it's theirs. If you own something, you can do it. And people don't seem to grasp that concept. And that drives me crazy. Same happens with Dragon Ball, too. Dragon Ball doesn't really have canon outside of like the first however many volumes up to the Boo Saga and whatever and it's whatever episodes of Dragon think, Ball and Dragon well, Ball Z. I can't think of his name, but he didn't have anything to do with I was looking at this mm-hmm. with GT. That is not the original. GT is not the he original. He has some influence in it. He had like so they, they basically just like with those original movies, like Janemba, the cooler ones, because they're, yeah. they're produced by Tohei, he basically went like, they're like, hey, can I do this? He basically went like, yeah. That's kind of his influence. He yeah. he, he he held, but it was more like, hey, can I, it's like when your kids used to ask you, hey, daddy, can I go outside and play? You're like, yeah. That's kind of the You can tell because the only cool thing about GT was Shinron, I mean, the dragon that, that separated itself into the 10 different dragons or whatever. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the transformation to the... Um, Super Saiyan 4 was pretty cool. Other than he had that, very little impact on GT. I hate it. Young Goku. I hated that, yeah. that whole thing. You know what's crazy, so. man? Perfect Ren. He was a multi, he'd be a billionaire by US money standards, but he's these he's like a multi-billionaire. Why why does he really need to do anything else? At that point in your life, when you already reached the pinnacle of that, what else do you need to really achieve? He that's already made his, a brand. Yeah. That's his baby. I, I hope they do. Robert Storm said they'll never do it, but I want to see a live action Dragon Ball Z done right. And what gave me hope was Shang Chi. <laughs> some of the Shang Chi stuff was the Kamehameha yeah. wave. Mm-hmm. Some of it was the stuff that Goku does. And if they do mm-hmm. it in that same fashion, mm-hmm. I think they could pull off a Dragon Ball Z movie. I really think they could mm-hmm. do it, but. I don't know if they ever do it again because that Dragon Ball Evolution was. Uh, I, I'm not watching Dragon Ball Daima. Like they, they haven't even finished Dragon Ball Super. Like why am I going to invest my time into another thing? I like the animation. The animation looked really good. But oh, superheroes is fire. God, yeah. that thing is good. I, I, I would that. love if they did the moral arc. Actually, I would love they. I would love they did, but they're doing Dragon Ball Daima, Daima whatever we're going to call it now. And I was like, I'm yeah. just not interested in that until they. I like to wrap up the thing that they already finished first, where they start something new. You yeah. know. Because I've been following Dragon Ball forever, man. I still love it just the same same way I did back when I was I a kid. Do too. You know? Because uh, somebody was asking me this question. Um, a fight, Superman versus Goku. And I said Goku could win. Mm-hmm. And everybody like, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. There's no way. I said, mm-hmm. listen, Superman has issue with certain things. Kryptonite, Red Sun, and Magic. I didn't make these rules up. Those are the rules that they say that gives Superman some issues. I've seen him come, I've seen him come um work his way over the magic. But if he's in a red sun, he don't have any power. I'm sorry, that's just the rules. And kryptonite, if it's green kryptonite, if he's exposed to it long enough, it will kill him. Gold kryptonite will take away his powers. I didn't make this up. That's what the rules say. I'm saying in a fight one-on-one with Goku. Versus Superman, Goku could win. And this is the only way he can win. If Goku is able to collect the seven Dragon Balls and make a wish that he could be stronger than any version of Superman, Shinron could grant him that and he would defeat Superman. That is the only way. And those are based on the rules. I didn't make the rules up, but Shinron can yeah. do that. 
See, for me, I always looked at it like they're just meeting each other, kind of like Batman and Superman did in the World's Finest movie. Uh-huh. That's all. That's how I've always seen it. I just, for me, the reason why I always thought Superman would win is because with Superman, this is the rules, obviously. He's always constantly powered by the sun. It's exactly. He's, he's weaker in the night because there's no sunlight. So he's a little bit weaker then, but he's constantly powered by the sun. Like Goku, even in, remember in Dragon Ball Super when he's fighting Jiren, his Ultra Instinct runs out. Like eventually, it does run out. I don't yeah, think but- he has the stamina long term to fight Superman constantly without burn, eventually just giving out. Because Goku will eventually give well, out. How about well, how about if you got a bag of sensu beans? See, that's different. Because. That would be very see that see that that'd be a point where I could be like okay you know he could probably survive it and the thing is I don't think Goku would understand his connection to the sun he would just constantly overexert his power against him I'm, honestly he couldn't like I think if they physically fought then Goku definitely give a run for his money Goku's really powerful if you ever get Goku's pretty strong I don't know how Superman would deal with Ultra Instinct Ultra you know? Instinct Goku and Ultra Ego Vegeta Vegeta is a more uh aggressive fighting style than goku yeah i don't i don't know man if, if you can't and then well, you know if you let me that goku can beat uh superman do you think that goku could beat other members of the justice league too yes you think he Most could definitely. beat uh well wonder woman i think he could beat wonder woman obviously goku could be superman would be his toughest one because some people also well how about a uh, superior superman where it is where he can do i, I said look i don't know about no superior superman this is basic telling, superman that we know all yeah. i'm telling you is I the rules apply to Superman and the rules apply to Dragon Ball Z? If y'all want to harp on canon, canon says mm-hmm. when he collects the seven Dragon Balls, mm-hmm. he gets a wish. Mm-hmm. Now, if Superman prevents him collecting those seven Dragon Balls, then Goku yeah. is in a world of hurt. But if he gets those seven, those seven Dragon Balls and calls upon Shenron and asks Shenron, no matter what version of Superman becomes, I want to be powerful, more powerful. Mm-hmm. Superman, or maybe the most powerful person in the whole entire universe. Mm-hmm. Superman don't stand a chance mm-hmm. because Shinron can grant him that. Right. I just think you know, straight up one on one fight. You know, Goku is going gonna to be overexerting himself and blowing yeah. out. That's that that that's just how I think. But all these fights are you know, these are like fanboy stuff too, and people keep factoring in. That's what being a nerd kind of is. Uh, like us arguing over. Not real shit about dumb shit. <laughs> it's like yeah. Yeah, you know that's kind of what. And, and dude, I miss when people used to do that. Now it's so like politically divided. Yeah, yeah. Or if you don't, if you bring up, a, oh, that's just stupid. That's a, no, it's not stupid. I'm, I'm just saying, if you want to follow the rules, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big time person that likes to know the rules. And show, if I'm playing tic tac toe. I'm gonna read the rules and be like, no, you gotta do this. You yeah, do yeah. This. And, and it, it drives my family crazy because I cannot stand mm-hmm. like uh, Monopoly. Some oh, of yeah. these rules that people make up, I'm like, no, I, I that ain't in the rules. Like, if you if you land on something that you gotta pay or something, mm-hmm. some people put it on the free parking, <laughs> put the money on the free parking, and then once you land on free parking, you get the money. I, I, I say, ain't in the rule books. What are you talking about? Well, that's just something to make the game more. No, that's something you trying to cheat. But it is. Yeah, what it is. it's the same thing with um movie excitement. Now, I, I I do think general movie enthusiasm or just enthusiasm for general and this stuff has gone down. Not YouTube because will kill it. YouTube will kill it. If you're a, if you're a content creator mm-hmm. in this type of a genre, like reviewing movies and stuff, mm-hmm. YouTube will totally. I won't say kill it. 
but it will drastically change. It also the doesn't help that experience. the it also doesn't help that the bad storytelling we're getting from some of these movies it's not doesn't help either, you know? Because like I, I watched the Marvels trailer and I was like, oh, this is this is just I just don't feel this. Watch well, the see, Augment trailer, I was like, Ugh. you don't you don't like it, but there's some parts of it I find interesting. I did, I did, and then like the Aquaman, the fact that Black Panther had this extra. Uh, mm -hmm. This different um, trident that I've never right, heard of, yeah. and now he's all powerful. I want to see how that plays out. I know I'm gonna watch these movies opening weekend. I'm, I'm gonna watch these, and I can yeah, only I'll, watch them Thursday. So I'll be like, they'll look at it, say it's trash or garbage. Like for instance, uh, Craven. <laughs> I think it's pretty interesting. I that trailer did look pretty cool. I've never I'll heard of a that. radioactive lion. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's pretty cool. This yeah. sucker got bit by. By a lion, and now he's radioactive like Spider Man. Oh, okay, let's let's see how this let's see how this goes. Yeah, for me, I've never understood that people calling something trash without even watching the product itself. Like, I wouldn't call something trash without watching the actual product myself. Now, if I watched yeah. it and I didn't like it, that's a different story. But yeah. I I made a vow that I'm not going to call anything garbage or trash. I'm just going to say um, mm -hmm. it's not it's not my cup of tea because mm -hmm. I would I would hate to be in a position where I'm making movies. And um, I'm doing my my due diligence, and I'm putting in my blood and sweat. Too. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of black people, and I don't understand this. <laughs> and maybe maybe I'm just old fashioned. Criticize Black Panther too, and maybe it's not what they want it to be. Maybe it's not as good as they are. But just I heard some people say Cougars are sellout, and the movie is 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 garbage and trash, mm -hmm. and they're not going to support it. It was not a bad written movie. Maybe it's not what you wanted. Maybe you mm -hmm. wanted T'Challa to, to be recasted. And that's your right and your prerogative. But to say the movie is going to be trash, it's going to be garbage. And to me, it was very heartfelt. I watched it several times. Mm -hmm. um, the opening scene, I teared up because, man, it, the Chariot Bozeman dying and his sister's fighting mm -hmm. for him. And then and then the funeral and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when Queen Rwanda, I mean, Rwanda, well, I can't think her name. Mm -hmm. When she got killed, I didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. So, Shuri, man, she went through a lot. Now, do I like her as a Black Panther? No. Mm -hmm. But in a sense, in my opinion, they mm -hmm. recast. They, I predicted this. If you go back and watch Storms Live, mm -hmm. about six months before this came out, I said, mm -hmm. I guarantee you, T'Challa's going to have a son, and the son's going to take over the mantle. And I was, and Anzo was, Anzo was the only one that said, Danny, you called it. But Robert's like, nah, no. <laughs> and it happened just like I said. And now he says that, yeah, I, I'll say it. it was gonna. No, you didn't. You didn't say that. You said I was crazy when it happened. Mm -hmm. But I, I think he's gonna be recasted. And if he's, if his name is T'Challa, why can't the same stories that they would have intended for Chariot Bozeman had he still been alive, not be passed on to the son? And in, and in a sense, he is being recasted. It's gonna be a different actor. Yeah. It's gonna be his son instead of the dad. So why 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 don't that work? But there are some I, people. Yeah, technically that, that is a recast. That 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 is actually true. You know they they're gonna age him up. Any I know they're gonna yes. age him up. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. age. I I just hated how people just didn't because that's the thing though. That's a recast. That literally legitimately is a recast. But people did people hate the idea of a recast at all. I'm like the character has to move on. Like I get it. People love the guy, but this has yeah. got to move on though. That's, that's just how life functions. Like dude, everyone's lost parents and grandparents and all that stuff. We we moved. It sucks. It really does. I'm not saying it doesn't. Yeah. We moved on. 
You know, you have to. And it's like people were like, no, it, it ends with Chadwick. It's like, no, even he would probably I'm not saying I'm not speaking for him, but I yeah. as a fan would like, we can't just stop having Superman because a one might die. And that's what they use it. Well, they recast it Christopher Reeves when they recast they, they recast it, um, mm-hmm. recast it. The guy that played on uh, General uh, what's what's gonna be the Red Hulk. Oh, th- oh, well, William Hurt. Yeah. I said, yeah, they did do that. I say, but how do we know what Chadwick Boseman did or didn't say to Ryan Coogler and Kevin Feige on yeah. the last days? We don't know. He what happened? It could have been Chadwick Boseman's idea. Mm-hmm. He could have got their blessing. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. So unless there's video footage that's going to be leaked that mm-hmm. shows exactly what they said, or, or the two of them come out and say, "Look, I talked with Chasman a week before his passing." Mm-hmm. And we discussed this. This is what he wanted. This is how we did it. We did this to honor him. This mm-hmm. is how do we know? But they always no, he wouldn't say that. He wouldn't you don't know that. How do you know what somebody says? So yeah, and I for me, I just you know talk from a fan standpoint, you know, like I, I think give people enough time to grieve, but with Marvel and Disney, like, like you mentioned there, William Hurt, he passed away in less than five months and they already recasted him, you know. Because it's, it's not important. He's his character. Maybe they would have done the same thing or something similar if mm-hmm. we showed more focus and more and and uh, mm-hmm. the Red Hulk in general. Um, yeah, Ross was under the spotlight, but he wasn't. There's not a General Ross movie out there. It, it ain't mm-hmm. Red Hulk. If it was the Red Hulk and we saw him, just mm-hmm. like now, if they recast Iron Man, I think that's going to be a travesty because Robert Stone has poured his heart and soul into that. I don't want to see anybody else play that. I know there, there's been rumor of. Uh, Tom Cruise possibly playing a, a, a version or a variant of, mm-hmm. and to me, from what I read, the, the 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 smartest Iron Man is Superior Iron Man. Yes, I think that Robert Downey Jr. needs to play that if they d- decide to showcase a Superior Iron Man. I don't want to see anybody else play that except him. That's just my two cents on that. Terry mm-hmm. Bozeman. I don't want to see anybody else play the original T'Challa except him. But if it's his son decides to take on the man on Black Panther, and I think that he will because Terry Bolson already had the heart-shaped herb in his system. So I'm pretty sure the son is going to have that without going through the, the whole – because if he had, had sex apparently with um, the girl, I can't think her name. So if – I think the son is going to naturally have those powers without taking that herb, and so he's not going to even have to go through the uh, the combat ritual. Maybe he, if he's going to be king, but I think Mbaku's going to be king the way they, the way they left it off. Mbaku's going to be king of Wakanda, and then the champion is going to be Black Panther. And I think the boy is going to be the champion more so than the king of Wakanda. I could be wrong, but that's the way it looks to me, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I think... The way that Marvel and uh, Disney have handled certain things, it's it's really hard, man. Because like certain stuff is just, it's like I went and watched. Before, I, I'll go opening weekend to watch this stuff. You know, uh-huh. I'm I'm going like pay my hard earned money for this stuff. And you, when you watch movies like Thor: Love and Thunder, you're just like, oh god, like, what is watch. this? You that know, I, I didn't watch Black Panther two. It's not because I don't want to ever watch it in the future. I just I just wasn't interested at the time, honestly. You know, I wasn't gonna. What? Go, like, what, what movie? What movie oh, you said? Oh, Black Panther two. Yeah, I just wasn't interested at the time. I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll wait to watch this eventually. I don't want to go go there and potentially be like, ah. Oh, you haven't watched it, or you didn't go to open the night? I haven't watched it. 
Wow. Yeah, because I, I got so burned by Thor: Love and Thunder for the last Marvel. I was like, no. I'm not like opening weekend. I'm, I was like, I'm telling you, fuck. it is it is not as bad as people say. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie, and I've watched it several times. Mm-hmm. It's it's in my top. If I'm ranking, it's gonna be in my top mm-hmm. fifteen. It's gonna be, and I think it's forty one Marvel movies now, if I'm not mistaken. It's gonna make my top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, man! It's just some of this stuff is like I went. I went and saw Black Adam opening weekend too, and I was like, "Oh, like Black Adam was oh, it? God. Was it? Was it fantastic?" I'm not gonna say no. I'm uh, no, but it had very good. It had fantastic qualities about it. Yeah, Doctor Fate was fantastic. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah, Hawkman. <laughs> I won't say he was bad, but to me, he wasn't fantastic. He was good. Mm-hmm. I like the the way that they presented Black Adam, but the thing was, he should have had an accent. He should look more comic mm-hmm. book like with the pointed ears, right? And stuff. But the Rock, the Rock's physical stature really got him that. He kind of mm-hmm. looked like him with a bald head. I I give him that. But they should have had him with an accent. He should have developed some kind of accent and. Maybe not be so much the rock. Try to tone the rock down because mm-hmm. you, you I, all I saw was a rock in a Black Adam costume. I didn't really think that was Black Adam. And you were seeing a lot of his catchphrases, mm-hmm. with a, the same, um, the same cadence, his speaking cadence. It was the yeah. rock, and it's, mm-hmm. you should have changed it up something to, to kind of take away from that because all you could really see was the rock saying mm-hmm. stuff like in different movies is is, is what I saw. But I didn't hate Black Adam. I thought it was a very cookie cutter, simple movie. Yeah, it I thought action, yeah. it was action packed. It, it's not for women unless you're a rock mm-hmm. fan and you want the eye candy effect. It's a guy movie and it's like cut and dry. One of the biggest mistakes in that movie to me was they didn't show the bad guy long enough. You only got like 10, 15 minutes of screen time. He should have had at least 30, 45, maybe even an hour of screen time just, just wrecking stuff and, and making plans, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we saw him in the human form, but I'm talking about the evil form. He should have been. Oh, it's about Sabak, yeah. yeah. I hated that, man. It's like I hate when movies nowadays, you do this a lot, where they'll have a villain. You don't really know them as much. There's not much screen time with them. They're very just cliche. They're very, like, especially what I'm saying, plastic. They feel very just bland. And then they apparently get this, like, new form, and then you're like, and then they get killed instantly. You're like, mm-hmm. it, it just feels like it, it's the... It's, to, to me, it's the level of storytelling and just the level of execution amongst the characters that would make it, it to me, just hurts it. Because, like, even back then when people watched certain movies that, I would say, followed source material, at least the stories and pacing and execution was good enough. And people went, you know what? This isn't like what I read, but I still got a good product. Now it feels like all that's thrown out the window. You're literally just getting – what's the thing in the uh, snake uh, – dice, snake uh, – roll the dice. Just roll yeah. the dice. Snake that's eyes. Yeah, that's what it feels like for, for Marvel now. It just kind of feels like, man, I don't want to go out yeah. and watch a Thor Love and Thunder situation. And you know what did? I went and watched Quantumania. I was like, oh, God, what the hell am I watching? What I um, will say is that visually, their movies are always stunning. That's true, yeah. I don't know why. The, it's like the storytelling and the writers are... are the storytelling in it and what they're writing and, and how it's delivered is, is so disjointed. Mm-hmm. It's like that don't make sense, or, or it, it's it's too much gappage mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. When the fans are like, when the fans are, t- when you listen to some of the fans, some of the content creators, mm-hmm. and their stories and ideas is better <laughs> than these <laughs> people that are paid for, and, right, right, and they went to school for it, this kind of stuff. It's kind of concerning when that happens. Not oh, last thing, I, yeah, last thing I asked you before we head out, uh, well, this last topic would be like DC. So, what do you think DC is gonna? Because I, I didn't get your opinion on this ever because I, I talked to you for a minute. What yeah. do you think about the whole James Gunn taking over DC and what he's gonna end up doing with it? I don't like the fact that he got rid of main staples. I would I would not have gotten rid of mm-hmm. uh Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. I would not I would have I would have thrown a truckload of money at Ben Affleck and said, hey look, we want you as Batman. You can direct it however whatever direction you want. The first thing I would have been doing is a man of steel too because the fans want that. Why he went there and just totally clean out the stables, I don't know. Um so I'm hoping that these parts that he do are is good because I'm not wanting any comic book movie to fail, but I don't know. I, the things he, the, the, the lineup and the way he presented the lineup really wasn't exciting. It was kind of underwhelming compared to the Marvel, the way they release things and to show the timelines and stuff. So I, I don't know. Um, I hope it's good, but um, I think what he, what, what one thing I would do, <clears throat> I would go to the people that make the TV shows. And get their idea because they seem to make a better TV show. Because yeah, and the people that made the 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 um, animation department, mm-hmm. DC animation is fantastic. So if CW can do a better job in the movies, then that should let you know. I, I don't mean to go to that director or that showrunner mm-hmm. and, and and bring him up because they did a flashpoint on the CW on the CW's Flash, mm-hmm. and it didn't change the whole universe. It changed a few things. Mm-hmm. So they could have they could have done a flashpoint in this movie on the flash movie and mm-hmm. reset it and still keep Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Instead of Henry Cavill being like this darker version of Superman, he could have had on the same red, the light red, blue, and yellow suit like he had in the end of Black mm-hmm. Adam. And that could have been a newer version of him, different ideals, different philosophy, that kind of stuff. Batman could have been a little less dark. Gal Gadot could have been changed however they wanted to change. They still could have kept them. Now, mm-hmm. whenever he introduces a new Superman, a new Wonder Woman, Batman, whatever, you're going to have to get reinvested. Fans were already invested in these characters and these particular actors. Yeah. Now you're going to start the whole process again. I know that's the definition of reboot, but mm-hmm. fix that's what I wanted. That is broken. Yeah, for me, what I initially thought was like, hey, if we're going to be rebooting, we might as well just start over then. You know, because because no. you, you're you right. That would cause confusion, would it not? Like bringing over someone in a different universe. And you're like, oh, OK, so how does that work? You know, I would have brought like I said, we saw in Black Adam that he was wearing a different uniform. Yeah. He was wearing the Christopher Reeves mm-hmm. man. So that shows that he's not in that dark place that he was mm-hmm. in Man of Steel 2. So he could have bring him in at Man of Steel 2 after he defeated Zod. He had mm-hmm. any kills. He could have had a whole new outlook. OK, I'm going to do this. Or after BVS coming back from the dead or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm coming back from the dead. I'm I'm turning over a new leaf. Right. Says, I'm starting. I'm starting a new. I'm starting a fresh. So in essence, I'm rebooting Superman. I'm not coming here in that dark, brooding kind of style he was. Mm-hmm. I'm more. I'm glad to be alive. I'm back alive. I got a new outlook, new suit, change it up. Perfect mm-hmm. idea. Perfect way he could have done it. But now he's gonna have to go back through the whole process of. Trying to find somebody and doing all this stuff when somebody that was already there mm-hmm. and, and said he was wanting to do it 
and had the enthusiasm, had the look. Mm-hmm. Why they stood it all away? I don't. I didn't understand that particular. Um, oh, it, it had to do with a lot with it was the Rock, and it was so basically the people so that I'm are in charge. About, I'm talking about the Henry Cavill. No, I yeah, mean, he, he, he's trying to distance himself from Walter uh, Hamera. Um, yeah, I understand that, but this is the analogy I use. If I'm a coach, let's say Tom Brady's a quarterback, mm-hmm. and Randy Moss is the receiver. And I'm the new coach. I replaced Belichick. I'm not getting rid of Tom Brady. I'm not getting rid of Randy Moss. Right. Those guys are are perfect. I'm going to mm-hmm. put in my particular coaching style. But I'm still going to coach some thoroughbreds. Mm-hmm. To me, Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill were thoroughbreds in the, in their particular mm-hmm. character. Just my my two cents. Yeah. Because for me, what ended up happening with Henry Cavill was. Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abbey, they wanted to do, they wanted to use him, but the issue here was at the time, you remember that they were looking for a Kevin Feige figure, which now we know is James Gunn. They told him after that was paying the black, the box office results of Black Adam during opening weekend, they told him to announce himself as Superman again so it would boost the numbers because kind of painting on Black Adam's results was going to give The Rock more movies potentially. And then kind of find out, well, because they already, and this is, it wasn't really him, the people in charge screwed him over because they knew David Zazen was looking for a Kevin Feige figure. So, and Henry Cavill hadn't signed a contract. And Henry Cavill's announcing himself as Superman, knowing he doesn't have a contract, knowing this is the same company that's already been giving him BS before. Yeah, but he gave up his position as a witcher. So, I mean, I guess he has. Do you know how Hollywood is? They don't care if he did that. They don't give a, they, they don't, it's a dog eat dog world out there, well, you know? And that's. Sure that, that's sure the worst shit. part about it, you know. It sure crapped on him because I don't know if he can get that back or. Oh no! They give it to the Chris Hemsworth's brother is going to be leading it now. Yeah. It, it was all basically they knew David Zaslav was looking for someone to run DC, and they, at this time, were trying to somewhat convince Henry Cavill he could still be Superman, even though they knew that probably is going to happen with the reboot because David Zaslav been very open. He wants to make DC a very big cash cow, given the you know prop you know popular characters they have. So. And James Gunn, he's he said he never wanted, wanted to use him. Well, not exactly those words, but we don't even know if James Gunn wanted to use Henry Cavill because he's he's inheriting DC. He's going to have his own vision for what he wants it to look like. And but I, but I do agree. It's like if he really does kind of want to do it, he's that, that he's that passionate. I don't care for a Superman all that much, but if he's that passionate, how many people are you going to meet that are going to be that passionate about playing a role like that? You know? Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, you're kind of reinventing the wheel. So it's going to go back mm-hmm. through the whole casting process right like <laughs> it looks right i mean he's he already had that he looked mm-hmm. like superman i mean mm-hmm. we were used to him people were asking i've heard it mm-hmm. you want to see a man of steel too mm-hmm. so you already have the the want you already got the, the people that want to do it so mm-hmm. you know that you're not making something that you gotta roll the dice on you know that people want to see it you know that that is going to put butts in the seat i think a man of steel 2 starring henry cavill would put butts in the seats, especially with the cachet that James Gunn has, but that he helped develop um, from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So I think that would have translated over well, but I guess he didn't think so or, or wanted to go a totally different direction. But I would, I would not. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't put new cars, new tires on the cars when the two sets that on there are just are good? I'm not like, going back to new tires unless they're mm-hmm. totally worn out. For me, the only person that I would, the people that I would have gotten rid of 
where I would have given Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck an, uh, another chance, you know, and it really also depends if they really want to. We know Ben Affleck kind of really didn't want to do it. Uh, yeah. Gal Gadot, I could go 50-50 on her. Like, if we get a new Wonder Woman, I'm not, like, mad, but I'm not, like, being like, okay, you know, I, I can be that, that one I could be 50-50 the perfect on. Wonder Woman to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezra Miller, like you can get rid of that guy. That, that guy can like that in 1984. I, I was saying, but Ezra, I like Ezra more in Flash than any other movie. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I saw more of him, and he played mm-hmm. two different versions of himself. Mm-hmm. I like him more in the Flash movie than any other movie that I saw him in. I like the dynamic between him and Ben Affleck. I thought that was good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we um, have Jason Momoa's Aquaman. But to be fair, they, they said rumors he's be recasted as Lobo, and it's like, yeah. good man, people are crazy, man. They always fan cast this stuff in their brain, and if it doesn't happen, they're all mad. It's like I think we didn't know this was gonna happen. Yeah, on all those uh, Instagrams, he was releasing in like hell yeah. <laughs> or, 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 either, or either he was doing some hard uh, trolling. <laughs> oh, oh, it was great to catch up with, with you, man. You know, yeah, great to have I you on again. I definitely thank you for the invite, man. Good conversation. Yeah, uh, the Flash. It's crazy, man. As you mentioned, the Flash. The Flash TV show ended the same year the actual Flash live action movie came out. Wow. Oh my god! And his last <laughs> season was terrible. So terrible, I didn't even watch it. Me neither. I, I watched one of Last season I watched was season was eight. Like, and season eight, after Armageddon, that event with Armageddon, I was like, I'm nope, this is bad. I knew after Armageddon it would fall off a cliff. I was like, they they hooked hard with Armageddon and then it just fell off a cliff. They should have ended it with the reverse flash, like always. The reverse flash always gives them a mm-hmm. shot in the arm whenever ratings get low and stories get yeah. crazy. So yeah. Man, I love uh, seeing the first the first two seasons. People always know my favorite seasons were season one, season two, uh, season five. I actually like season five and season three. Those would be like my the, fr- top the first four. few. The first few episodes, um, the one with Zoom, I think is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Avatar is okay. Um, yeah, I never got the love that season three got. I thought season three was pretty bad not, not garbage but like it was a pretty big dip in quality compared to the first two seasons uh the thinker he was okay about season four yeah um i'm trying to think of the bad guys reverse flash is always fantastic cicada um, was season five i think i didn't care for that one mm-hmm. and i didn't care for like when they have the different um the, the strength force this um oh the, about force. The, the forces that's season seven yeah, yeah. I, I no that was that, that season was terrible anyway this was pretty bad yeah and then the one with the blood god or whatever oh blood uh blood sport yeah, yeah I, I didn't care for that one season six and season seven were pretty bad man yeah. i was watching them going like this is straight trash it's um, bad one, what's the one with the white um godspeed that's season godspeed. seven too yeah, yeah. Bad. I mean, like goodness. How many times are you gonna see him? The best episode <laughs> I can remember is when God, I mean when Grod had the flash of speed. That was he, was <laughs> he was stuck inside of like Zod's brain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh other than that, I did enjoy it, man. Tom Cavanaugh, amazing as reverse yeah. flash. Him and that dynamic, he uh, people all don't those know. different, people, all those yeah. different uh whales he played. Yeah, yeah. Very versatile. I, I remember when that man said he he's done after season seven, but came back for season eight. I was like, oh my god! Yeah. But no man, I, I love me some Reverse Flash, man. I love I love Flash characters. One of my favorite superheroes of all time, and the movie was it was something. I'll say that it was yeah. one of the movies ever made. I'll the only say. thing I like about it was Michael Keaton part. Michael Keaton was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest of it 
Mm-hmm. And I kind of like at the end how they made the, the Speed Force look. They showed mm-hmm. all the different versions of like Superman, and mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. How they played, mm-hmm. they played, um, paid homage to Chris Reeve and uh, the one with Nicolas Cage and all that stuff. I thought it was pretty cool how they did mm-hmm. that. But overall, for the most part, it was a uh... yeah. And Ashu, last thing, any, any shout outs you want to get to anyone in particular? Anything else you want to uh, say before we head out? Yeah, we can shout out some boys in the Chaos Central. Um, mm-hmm. Anzo Hodges, um, Chris Knight, Guy Scar, mm-hmm. Roberto, Robert Storms. Uh, that's my crew I mainly hang with and uh, rock with. I definitely appreciate you. Um, time, for inviting me. Um, those out there watching this, please check me out on The Road to Wisdom, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. I, I usually um, release my videos 7 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So on your way to work or school wherever you can check check me out on monday wednesday fridays and then on thursday tuesdays and thursdays i usually um release two shorts mm-hmm. which is a minute each and it gives you a little bit of word of wisdom and encouragement from a spiritual standpoint so definitely check it out yeah man wish you nothing but the you know best success you know Same i gotta bro. i gotta rebuild but it's all good you know i've had a lot of setbacks man, in life it's okay you can do it bro you can do it I'm just getting old at this point, you know. Maybe yeah. I'll get hit with lightning and get superpowers like the Flash does. <laughs> if you do, share some. <laughs> maybe like hot ladies will start appearing in my house. Actually, wow. you know. <laughs> All right, see, you, see you guys later. 